Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Relentless Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Dubay, and we are going to have a guest list version of the Relentless Podcast today where we're going to do the Season 2 Recap. And the Season 2 Recap essentially takes us from April 25th to September 5th. We try to put out a weekly podcast for all you amazing listeners. And I really think that this Season 2 has been very, very good. I think we've had a variety of different people talking about a variety of different things. And it's been exciting for me to meet these folks. We've, we've, I hope that you, I know that me, uh, I've learned a lot of stuff about being relentless and, and a lot of stuff about a few different topics. We've heard some good stories. We've heard some inspirational stories. We've heard some funny stories. We've heard maybe even a few sad stories, but we've also heard some stories of people that have bounced back and that they've been able to do some incredible things within their journeys and their lives to uh, also bring some incredible things to other people. So that being said, if you haven't listened to some of these guests, I'm going to quickly go through them and it might tweak your interest to go back and listen. Uh, Episode number one for season two on April 25th, we had Amanda Rummery and Amanda uh, is a para athlete here in Edmonton who lost her left arm uh, she she was completely um, abled, is, is I think the term we would use, until she was the age of 18, got into an ATV accident, ended up losing her left arm, and after that, had never run track, had never done any of that type of stuff, and be, has become a para-athlete runner. Incredible story. One of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. Truly inspirational and just a joy to talk to. It's a really cool listen. Go and take a listen to that. Next episode is Carrie Dahl. Carrie Dahl is a Edmonton and and probably provincial, very well-known former broadcaster, used to be six o'clock anchor here at CTV News in Edmonton, and has done a ton of stuff in the community as far as hosting uh, different events and being involved with a lot of different charities and a lot of different initiatives in the community. And has also has her own company, CarrieDoll.com, where she does a lot of coaching and teaching around public speaking and also has the Inner Circle podcast, which is a very successful podcast. She's also a very good friend of mine I've known for years through my wife because they work together. And we just have a really fun time on this podcast. We get to know Carrie a lot better. We get to hear her story. And we have a lot of laughs, and it's a really fun conversation. I hope that you enjoy that one as much as I did. We then went on to have a great conversation with the CEO of the Edmonton Community Foundation, Tina Thomas, who is fairly new to that role. Tina uh, has a cool background. She worked at the Edmonton Public Library for years and years and years as the Executive Director of Strategy and Innovation there, but moved over to the Edmonton Community Foundation. And we had a really cool conversation about what the foundation is, what it does, how it helps the community, and different ways that people can get involved with it, different ways that organizations such as You Can Youth Services can get involved with it. It was a really good, uh, here's a pun, rich conversation that Tina and I had. I really enjoyed getting to know her. She's a really good person. The next one, we went in a, in a different direction, was the executive director of the Diabetes Research Institute Foundation Canada. That's a big handle. We had Melanie Hibbert on. Melanie has quite a story where Melanie 
came, she's the executive director of this organization now, bringing a lot of awareness and advocating hard um, for research and for funding in the area of type 1 diabetes, type 2 as well, but type 1 diabetes. And this all came about because both of her sons from a very early age were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And she ended up learning how to live as a parent in raising children with type 1 diabetes. And and it became, and she went from banking into this, it, it became this passion of hers and really a lifestyle of hers that she's now turned into a career. So there's some great information in that podcast and definitely an amazingly worthy cause um, that I'm hopeful some of you will support, if not all of you will support. We then went into having an incredible conversation the next week with a local artist, renowned painter, based here in Edmonton, Phil Elaine. Uh, Phil and I realized that we we actually did know each other when we were younger because he was uh, grew up in St. Albert where I grew up. Absolute sports guy, hockey guy. He's a few years up on me and he coached, he, no, he didn't coach me. He refereed me in hockey. And in doing so, probably put me in the penalty box a ton and I was probably very lippy to him. But regardless, he still was willing to come on to the podcast and talk about how he had to be relentless in his life as an artist. And it's a really interesting story how he combined sports and art to really get himself started, which is very, very cool. How he had his first... um, gallery showing in Grand Prairie when he was a hockey player there. Uh, Really cool story. And then how he started conceptualizing and then brought to life his own arts event named Night of Artists, which is a very, very cool thing that's been going on for years. And it's really grown, showcasing so much talent, um, even nationally. And it's a really, really cool thing. The, The part that of this podcast uh, truthfully that I love the most was Phil got um, very real with us, like all of our guests do, and talked about um, the loss of his wife, Amy. And he, he Amy lost a battle to cancer and um, fairly recently, actually. And Phil talks about this and, and talks about grief and talks about uh, parenting now his his kids without Amy and just all the things that that happened there. They talk about the book that they got published um, that that Amy was putting together as she was battling cancer. And then they also talk about this incredible initiative that they have going called Amy's House, which is a comforting home away from home for cancer patients who have to travel long distances of over 100 kilometers or more into the city and they've just got this incredible stuff going phil elaine fell in love with this guy he is amazing he's a good good human being a great interview a lot of fun and i quite enjoyed him sorry just taking a little sip there of my tea because i'm trying to do this in one take folks just so you know trying to do this in one take so far so good uh the next person we had on is a story of Dawn Taylor from the Taylor Way. And Dawn Taylor, her life story, when when you hear the saying, it's unbelievable, this is for Dawn Taylor. It's almost unbelievable all the different things that she's had to go through in her life from a young age up to, well, up to now, because everyone still goes through stuff in their in their lives. But her absolute relentless attitude, her ability to be resilient, 
the way that she got through so many of the things in her life are incredible. And now what she does is she helps others, including executives in companies, uh, uh, people that are struggling through things. She really helps get them through a lot of those type of stuff with a lot of coaching and life coaching. It's an incredible story. She's got a cool podcast as well called uh, The Taylor Way. Her company's called The Taylor Way. Definitely check this one out. It's it's a mind-boggling story. And she was so willing to share and talk about it. It was quite cool. We then go to something that I love, and that is I had a couple stand-up comedians on here. Uh, we'd recorded this one uh, a while before we put it out because they were in town for the You Can Use Services Comedy Nights, which you hear a lot about on this podcast because i got to plug that. And uh, we had Kevin Stobo out of Calgary and Tim Nutt out of uh, British Columbia. I think Tim lives in Kelowna. I think that's where he lives. And these guys were um, two of the comedians I brought in this year, or the sorry, last year for comedy nights. And they are two of the the funniest guys, two of the 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 highest ranking comedians that we've had at our shows. They are hilarious. They are veterans in their field. They had some great stories, but they're both amazing human beings who I just admire and appreciate and just loved sitting with them. It was the first time we had two guests. I think it was the only time we had two guests. We're going to try it again in the future. So much fun. Uh, great conversation talking about their craft and how they do it, why they do it, and how they got through COVID, all that type of stuff, which was really, really cool. The next podcast that we had, uh, the next guest that we had on the podcast was Jason Greger sports radio host and philanthropist who at the time of our recording and i think the day before uh like we released this episode the day before 1260 tsn 1260 went off the air which was a shock to the entire community i think a shock to most of the people working there but jason greger um has been doing sports talk radio for years and years and years in our community very cool story about how we got started because he actually didn't get started till a little bit later in life. And it was, it's just an interesting story. He talks about his journey and, and then the way that he actually set up um, his company while he was on the radio. It's very interesting. He's part of um, the nation, which is, is another guest down the road that we had. Um, which has Oilers Nations, Flame Nations, but he's part of Oilers Nations. He he was a writer for them, became part of the ownership group. Very cool stuff. Jason Greger is a very cool guy, and he also talks about the philanthropy work that he does in the community, which is very important to him. So a very good interview. Take a listen to that. June 20th, we had Sarah Medanic on, who is the president and CEO of the Gord Downey and Chani Wenjack, Wenjack Fund out of Toronto. Sarah is Métis. She's from this area and her journey has led her out to the Toronto area being the uh, the president and CEO of this incredible, incredible foundation. And it's a national charity that builds cultural understanding and creates a path towards reconciliation between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Canadians. It's very important work. It's work that most of us have been hearing about for, I'm going to say the last five to 10 years, but we really need to take a closer look at this in my opinion. And Sarah, 
the work that she does on a national level is really giving people that opportunity to do so, either as an individual or in a school setting or in an organizational setting, both nonprofit and pro- and profit companies. And it really is some some incredible dialogue that that we can have as a country, but also in our kitchens if we want to. And Sarah's got some incredible insights, and there's some incredible resources um, within their their foundation, and uh, definitely worth a listen. It was pretty cool. Now the next one that we had was very, very enjoyable. And I'm really hoping that I'm not going to uh, um, butcher the name here because I feel that I uh, I did write it down. And we're trying to do this in one take, but for some reason I can't find it now, which is kind of hilarious. But the next one on June 27 was Emily... Igi- Igi- oh, I totally butchered it. <laughs> Emily Igiotti is the way that I'm, I believe I'm supposed to say it. And if not, then we're going to go back and we're going to cut that out and put it in properly. Emily is this awesome, awesome photographer. Very talented, very passionate about doing portraits. And she has done this all over the world. She is now based in Edmonton. She was so much fun to talk to. She has such cool, creative ideas in the, in the stuff that she's doing. And one thing in particular that I got very, very interested in was she does something called um, the crone, which is portrait and basically stories through portrait for women over the age of 50. And we got talking about this and it was so interesting. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed hearing about it and the importance of that work that she's doing, which I thought was very, very cool. Please take a listen to that that episode for sure. The next one on July the 4th was Jay Downton. And Jay is the is an entrepreneur and he is the founder and if I'm not mistaken the president um and co-owner of the Nation Network, which is a collection of hockey websites including the highly highly successful oilersnation.com, which is where it all started for him and then he's also the president and co-owner of oodle noodle which is an asian uh restaurant chain here in in edmonton and it's expanded uh to some other places in alberta really cool story about how he's had to be relentless as an entrepreneur some of the 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 failures that have happened early on days and what it taught him the lessons he learned how he had to just pick himself up and keep going and really great conversation. I enjoyed meeting Jay. I enjoyed him being here. Good guy. And of course, I love Oilers Nation because I love everything Oilers. And so it was really, really fun to have him on. Just recently, uh, Edmonton again got to experience the one of the coolest things that happened every summer in Edmonton, which is the Edmonton Folk Music Festival. And we were very, very lucky to have the the producer and the artistic director of the Edmonton Folk Festival, Music Festival, Terry Wickham on. And Terry's been involved with this festival since 1989. And he talks, this guy's got wisdom. This guy has experience and just really told the story of the festival from when he came in in the late 80s until now. Um, different turning points in the festival were literally bringing maybe a bigger name in, a more recognizable name, got more people out, all these cool stories. Then he talked about COVID 
and what that looked like for them as a festival and and the things that they had to do to rebound from that. Very good guy. Uh, talks you know about his personal journey, how he's actually from Ireland, how he got here back in the day. Really enjoyed speaking to him. And again, just a man with some wisdom and, and um, could probably sit for hours telling stories of some pretty cool musicians that he's met over the over the years. The next episode was, I think, the most interesting episode we've ever done with probably one of the most interesting people I've ever met and who I had met before. Uh, we had Ms. Gracie Jane Jenneru on, who is the owner of Gracie Jane's Boutique and Bar in St. Albert. Gracie is awesome. I think Gracie's in her early 70s, and Gracie is can literally turn anything into art. It doesn't matter if it's a table, if it's a jacket, if it's a hat, if it's a pair of glasses, if it's a rock, if it's a, it doesn't matter what it is. Gracie can take that and turn it into something artistic. So what she did, and she worked in bars her whole life. So she ended up creating her bar, which is also a a boutique gallery for her artwork where when you go in this place it's in St. Albert you got to go check this out I'm telling you it's one of the coolest experiences you'll have every single thing in there is a piece of artwork every single thing in that place and I think it's all for sale too which is cool and she's in the back she's slinging drinks she's talking to everybody she's amazing and her life story is we could have done a nine part series with Gracie very fun conversation. She's an awesome lady. I love getting to know her better. I love talking to her. A couple of her stories were from the late 60s into the 70s, which I love that era. It was very, very cool. And uh, just love talking to Gracie. The next person we had on, I loved having this guy on. I've met him a couple times. And I just think his job is incredible. I'm jealous of it. His name is Mr. Cam Moon, and he is the Edmonton Oilers radio play-by-play announcer on 630 Chad. That's right, the Edmonton Oilers of the National Hockey League. Cam, um, his whole life has been hockey. That's what it's been. He's a couple years up on me. I think he said he was born in 1970. His whole life has been hockey, and he went from being a hockey player to then going into broadcasting of some sort, like got into it through going to Nate, doing all this type of stuff. And then he um, was in Red Deer for years and years in the WHL with the Red Deer Rebels, and then he got the call up to the big league some, I don't know, I want to say three, four years ago. We talk about his journey. We talk about how he's had to be relentless. This guy is such a great communicator, such a good speaker. He's funny. We, we talk about some of the ups and downs, but it's just such a positive, good conversation. And I just, I loved it. And he talks about the awesomeness of his job, and he should because it's a pretty cool job that he has. We, we, we did have some broadcasting people on in this season because the next one um, is another local broadcaster who uh, was on 1260 until it went off and is now kind of figuring out what he's going to do in the future. Dave Jameson, uh, broadcaster and a former sports executive because he was actually VP of um, the Edmonton, Esk- oh, Edmonton Elks, which was the Edmonton Eskimos prior to uh, the name change. When he was there, it was the Eskimos, and, and he was a VP there, I want to say for 14 years. Done a lot of work in broadcasting prior to that, and then got into the sports executive part of things. 
Dave is, uh, I loved having him on because I listened to his voice for years and years and years. And then I got to meet him. The incredible part of Dave's story though, is that he's battling cancer and Dave came on and was very, very open about, uh, battling his cancer. And I learned a lot of things from him in regards to it. Um, he was very vulnerable, very open, and I so appreciated him coming on and sharing with us. A good guy, just a really good guy with a good story, um, very positive attitude, and yeah, he's just a good human being, and I really enjoyed having Dave on. Definitely take a listen to that one. Um the next person we had on was somebody that I met through Rob here at Road 55 because he met him down in the United States of America at a conference. And Adam Morris, who um, is a passionate social entrepreneur and founder and host of the podcast, People Helping People. And so Rob said, listen, you got to get this guy on, super good guy. And I'm really glad we did. We zoomed him in from, uh, I think he came in from Ohio is where, where he came in from. Columbus, Ohio. Had a great talk with him about social entrepreneurship, why he does what he does. Talked a little bit about some initiatives here in Edmonton that are happening around social enterprise as well. Uh, talked about social enterprise fund here in Edmonton. And then he really surprised us during the Relentless Quiz. And you'll have to take a listen to find out why. But um, it was quite impressive to me. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about Adam. Very good guy, though. And I enjoy talking to him. If you want to learn about social entrepreneurship, um, what he's doing, but also locally, definitely take a listen to that. And if you want a good chuckle during the Relentless Quiz, take a listen to it as well. I had the opportunity... um, to go this year to the Great Outdoor Comedy Festival, which had Theo Vaughn and Bill Burr. Now, if you know anything about comedy, those are two of the biggest names in comedy right now. And they are two of my all-time favorite comedians. And I was very, very fortunate due to the generosity of a good friend, Rob Lawlisher, who brought me uh, to these, these shows. I didn't know what to expect because they're outdoor. I like comedy clubs are more intimate this and that this event blew my mind and it is put on by trickstar productions i've never like if you know me you know me uh if you know me you know me but if you know me you know that i love you too the band you too a little, little band out of ireland i think they've got potential And I've seen them 15 times. Uh, I know it's weird, but I've seen them 15 times. And the Theo Vaughn show that I went to was in my top four live things I've ever been to. So that's saying a lot. And that is so much about the production that happened. Now, I haven't even talked about the guy we brought on. The guy we brought on was the founder and partner, owner, partner of Trickstar named Mike Anderson. Mike is such an interesting guy. You got to listen to this interview. His story is quite cool. If you are local to the Edmonton area, um, you, you know about things like uh, Ook Fest and, and some of these things that were happening back in the, the late 90s into the early 2000s. And then he started Trickstar and then got some other people on board and they have done some incredible things. And he talks about his story and some of the ups and downs and, and also going through COVID and what they had to do and the planning, like just some of the mayhem stuff. 
but he is such a cool guy and I just thoroughly enjoy talking to him. And I'm telling you, um, you got to listen about this uh, outdoor comedy festival because it's truly incredible what they're doing with it, which I think is amazing. We then end up having Harry Santa Olaya. That's the way you say it. Harry Santa Olaya on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not good at some of these last names. Harry um, is out of New York City. It was very cool if you watch the YouTube version of uh, this podcast. He actually, his his apartment or his, his flat or whatever, uh, outside the window, uh, the view is the Brooklyn Bridge. It's very, very cool. Um, and he is a professional fundraising consultant. And I caught wind of this guy in another podcast. I loved his philosophy on on fundraising at events. He's an auctioneer. He he hosts. He goes up and he does the appeal, not the ask. He he says it should be called the appeal or giving people at an event, a fundraising event, the opportunity to collaborate and to be part of something special. I loved having this conversation. But here's the thing. That was half the conversation. He also then wanted to talk about another relentless thing in his life because he's relentless when it comes to, to raising money. And this guy has done some of the biggest events in North America, in, in, in the States in particular, with some of the biggest celebrities. He, he, I made him. He don't think he wanted to. I made him drop a couple names in the podcast. And, but the thing that he's most relentless about is sobriety. And I was so thankful that he was willing to talk about that. Um, I didn't know that was part of his story until we we did the pre-pod interview and he brought it up. And I was very thankful that he was he was willing to share that. It was the first time that he talked about it publicly. And um, he's just got some neat insights. It made me look at the, the way we label things a bit differently. And, and I really appreciated that conversation with Harry. And then to wrap up, Season number two, we had superintendent, or by the time uh, people listened to it, he had just retired, um, literally within days was his retirement, was Scott Jones from the Edmonton Police Service. He was a superintendent, worked for EPS, Edmonton Police Service, for uh, 30 years, just over 30 years. And him and I have become good friends in the past year and a half through work and then through just some personal, just hanging out personally. He's such a good guy. Um, and we talk about his journey in his career around policing, but what he's most interested in talking about is personal wellness and how as a police officer, we talk a lot about trauma. We talk a lot about um, the things that he went through um, as a police officer and as, as all first responders go through when it comes to trauma, some very interesting things we talked about stat wise that you'll want to hear. And then what he's going to do moving forward. Um, because so much of the personal wellness stuff that he's done in his life has altered his life for the better and has changed his life and has helped him regulate instead of being unregulated. And it's everything from uh, breathing techniques to cold exposure to heat exposure um, to, to EMHD or I forget what it's called, something like that, eye movement, EMDH or something like that. And it's all around eye movement. And then there's other things um, that he's done. Yoga is a huge thing that him and his wife do. They actually have a yoga studio now and they do yoga retreats and very interesting conversation. He's an incredibly awesome human being and I love to have him on. Um, and that's how we wrap up 
Season number two, we are very excited about season number three. We've got some very cool guests lined up. We're going to continue talking about the importance of being relentless in one's life and the importance of of how that affects you personally, but how it can also affect other people. I'm a big believer that being relentless um, is the way to go, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not relentless in every area of my life. And I don't know anybody who is perfectly balanced, but I am going to challenge myself as we move into season three to maybe take some of the the things that I've learned from season two um, and really maybe try to incorporate that into my life in a relentless way. Uh, personal wellness would be one of them. Um, I'm, I'm checking into a few different things and I've promised uh, our last guest, uh, Scott Jones, that I'm going to try yoga with him. Uh, some of you are laughing right now who know me with uh, the image of that, but I'm going to give some of that type of stuff a go. I want to encourage everybody who listens to this podcast to pick one area of your life that you think you want to improve on and be relentless there. But also know that don't beat yourself up if it isn't perfect. Don't beat yourself up if you don't do it every day or if it's not done the way you think it should be done all the time. Being relentless means that you're going to fail. And that just means, you know, when, when we fall, we have two options. We either stay down or we get up. So I encourage you to get up and I encourage you to keep moving forward. This is what we do with our young people every day at You Can Use Services because they fall. And our thing is we're going to help you get up until you can get up by yourself. That's what I encourage all of you listeners to do. And I'm going to do the same. We are so thankful that you take time out uh, every so often or maybe every week and you listen to uh, these conversations that we're having. I really enjoy them and I'm hopeful that we continue doing that. For more information on all the different uh, podcasts that we do and on our organization, most importantly, which is You Can Use Services, you can learn all about our work, the young people we work with, the different programs that we have, and how to support us. Um, we're always looking for support. We're love if you want to become a monthly donor. Um, it's important. And you know what? I promise you, you're going to feel good if you do that, knowing that you're contributing to the lives of some vulnerable young people in our community. You can find all that at www.youcan.ca. That's Y-O-U-C-A-N.ca. You can find me on Twitter because that's really the only place that I do anything, uh, which is at Kyle Dubay. And thank you again for listening. We look forward to bringing season three to you in the very near future. And yeah, we'll go from there. Thanks, folks. Stay relentless. Stay relentless.